Hello, welcome back to the JDA Football Podcast. This week, we have got a very interesting week. Um, so we're going to talk about coronavirus, big topic this week. Don't do it. Um, we've all, we're also going to talk about Europa League and Champions League games that we've <coughs> played. Thanks for doing that, Joe. Uh, and that will be on this episode, so see what we have to say about all these <laughs> topics. Alex hasn't got it. I'm just, I'm just pretending to have it. Aren't you? You never to know. To be honest, you got really tickly cough at the moment. Same. I don't know. Now we're going to go on to the big news of this week. Of course, it is coronavirus. Um, this has affected tons of people around the world. Something that started in China and now it's affecting football. And we're going to discuss which leagues are going to stop playing. The majority of them, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and Alex is going to go through them now. So, um, we're just going to go through today's news. Yeah, uh, if you Mostly because there's been some big news uh, just this morning, basically. Um, Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta is tested uh, positive for the coronavirus, which I know some Tottenham fans are pretty pleased with. I saw some videos earlier today. Was it just... You know, just like dancing and stuff. <laughs> and... Um, Chelsea winger, uh, also very young England star, Callum Hudson-Odoi, has also tested positive as well, and he had this to say. One second. Oh, wrong mm. one. one. Got the right clip up now. Yeah. I'm following the health guidelines and self-isolating myself from everybody for the week. I hope to see everybody soon, and hopefully be back on the pitch very soon. Take care. So, yeah. Um, it's, it's been very hard football these past few weeks. A lot of things been cancelled. Well, the Prem's been stopped until the yeah. 4th of April, I think. The entire EFL has been suspended until the 3rd of April due to the coronavirus, um, which... It, I, I don't know what to say. It's, <laughs> so it's precautionary measures, but I don't think... Because games such as... Because did you say something about the lower leagues and stuff? Being cancelled as well. Yeah, but if they if they're saying the whole of the EFL, that means mm. League Two, League One, and Championship. Right. If they're going to stop things like that from happening, then they should stop other things like weddings and stuff and all that. Because more people will go to a wedding than the people will go to probably Exeter and <laughs> well, Fleetwood. Also. What gets me is this is I heard something yesterday that said if all the games were called off like they they have been. The, the pubs wouldn't show the games. Yeah, yeah, because of the gambling process. They're stopping yeah. pubs from showing it. Just I'm, I'm pretty sure people. about twenty people go to a pub to watch a football match. Yeah, but at if most. if it's not in the stadium, next best atmosphere will be in a pub. Let's be realistic though. People are going to go to the pub anyway, even if it. Um, they'll we, force it to be on. We saw it against PSG as well. None of their fans were allowed at the stadium, but I think it was about thirty thousand people outside outside yeah, of the stadium outside. setting fireworks off. So. You're never going to stop people coming together in in times like this because I think if you try and separate people, they they want to be more uh, together like more often. Well, Italy have done it. Italy yeah. have managed to pull it off, but they've they, stopped everything. Yeah, I think they made a rule you had to be a meter away from everyone at all times. So, and they only have been shot. Is that a meter? What you say? No, no, no. 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 You, you've got it now. You have to be over there. Oh. 
You're at risk. Well, the Bundesliga has been cancelled as well or postponed. Yeah. I don't know what. I know they had some games behind closed doors, like uh, Mönchengladbach and Köln, but they haven't played many more. So. How do you think this is going to affect the whole game of football? Unless they they stop the games until people can get back into the stadium to start watching it again, I think it, it's it's going to affect football massively. I think if they if they stop the games for a bit longer and then when they get their games back on they can not do it behind closed doors, it'll, it'll be much better than if they just did it as quick as possible and no one was there. Because it's, it's still a football match and you'd be happy to uh, see your, your team as one but it it's kind of less satisfying if you don't have the the atmosphere of the game uh, like in it corresponds to what your team's done on the pitch because I know a few results we've had this season I wouldn't be so uh, happy with the results but because of the type of atmosphere that happened before the game and all that I think it just adds that summit to it What about you John? Well the Games nothing without the atmosphere. Without the people in the stadium, I wouldn't be watching it because half of it is the fans, and um, like the players won't play as well without the fans there because they're playing to the crowd. Yeah. And they wouldn't be like showing off to a camera because they don't see the cameras. They don't see any of it. They just see the fans cheering their names, and that's what they're playing for. And we saw the Liverpool Athletic game yesterday. None of that would have happened if there wasn't any fans. It would have gone like completely differently in the whole. Yeah, let's go and hope. No, I think Liverpool would have stuck through a four past um, Atletico because I think the fans just behind them in the first half were were really helping them with defensively. We'll get onto the Champions League and Europa League in a bit, but. I watched the United game last night against LASK, the top Austrian team, (laughs) and um, it was interesting interesting to see what the players were saying, because you don't normally get to hear what they were saying, and I was quite surprised, because I know goalkeepers have to be like, like they have to shout and whatnot, but Romero, I've never seen him like that, he always looks chilled and calm, but you could see like he was shouting a lot, so I suppose that's another a positive that you could take out of it, that you can sit, hear what your players are communicating and see and if it is working. I think the manager will be able to understand his players a bit more if he can like hear in an actual game situation what his players are thinking. So Yeah. I mean, it's the first time United have, in their history, have played with cl- behind closed doors. Mm. So, how I long... I don't think Everton have either. I think we played some friendly matches behind closed doors, but just like, uh, yeah not competitive games. So the Prem and the EFL have said about 3rd to the 4th of April, yeah. would you extend that or would you minimise um, it, it or dep- what would you do? Because I know Italy are, are on the down, like, I think. Yeah, Italy are recovering. Um, but until we know when like our cases are decreasing and all that, I think they should just wait until we, we can go to stuff like this. What about you, Joe? Would you make the extend date longer than 4th of April or would you bring it shorter to say, I don't know, the 20th of March? Well, uh, April is just a date at the moment, it's not set, mm. so I reckon if it's still rampant, if it's still causing a lot of issues for the NHS and for, well, we're still like finding contacts, close contacts, 
I, I think they will have to extend that. So, and if it all dies off, they'll just call off the deadline. Yeah, it's, it's a flexible date, and I think that's what's best. Euros, another big topic. Yeah, that's probably going to be. It might be next year. Instead. Does that affect? Well, I I think it's going to affect England personally because less competition. Well, yeah, but I think most of their players are at the peak at the moment, and I don't know if. You know, you never know. I don't, Rashford could not be the same player next season. A lot of English players this season are having the best seasons of their career. Jack Grealish, Marcus Rashford, Madison. probably Madison, like Vardy is probably having one of the best seasons. Maybe not so good. Other Kane, than but. yeah, but he has been injured. But other than that, I think England could had a great chance of getting quite far in the Euros, if not winning it, because they got fourth in the World Cup, and that's the World Cup. If they can do that, then. They have more than um, a good chance of winning the Euros, but you never know. Next year could be quite good, but it it, it also affects lots of the clubs because the clubs use these sorts of competitions to look for players who they can sign and stuff. But without the Euros, it's going to affect quite a lot of clubs because they'll have to go to different games to see who they want to buy. So, what about Wales? <laughs> Watch it. Do you think I don't know about their peak careers and what uh, where I think they're at? But. Gareth Bale's definitely on the decline, and I think next year it could be his last year. So if we don't get it done quickly, the Euros and well, we don't really one thing, get here anymore. One yeah. thing I do think Wales are doing good is, is bringing youth in. I know yeah. England are doing it Harry as well, Wilson. but Daniel James. Yeah, you, you see, you've seen a massive improvement in him, mm-hmm. haven't you? From a lot of very good attacking players, but. I don't see many defensive players coming in that much, and we've got James Chester. Well, I like Wester, not, I think he's Ashley, now, is I think. Yeah, he's on Ampadu is quite good from Chelsea. Oh yeah, he got. Did you see his haircut? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. But Wales, do you reckon they will do ne- in the Euros next I year? I don't think they'll do as well as they did the last Euros, but I still see us getting, you, getting past the group stage. Would you say this is good for Wales because they've got another year? for people to get the experience like James, like Wilson, like Hamdu. I know Ryan Giggs came in quite recently, really. I think he's been in charge just over a year, is it? I, I th- yeah, it's probably Yeah, and I think if they give him another year, I think he could get the squad together a bit more with all these young players just coming through now. So it might be beneficial, but you never know. And if you do are worried about the coronavirus, go to, I don't know, BBC I'm News. Not Good, good to I know, the news I know Boris was talking about it yesterday, but try and not go to hospital. Yes, yeah, if you want to read up on it, go and check it out on the news website. So, that's coronavirus wrapped up. Don't go unless you're Jason. Wait. Jason, yeah. Jason shouldn't be watching it anyway. We'll lock you in your room. Jason, self isolate. Self isolate for the rest of your life. <laughs> okay, I'm not a part of this. <laughs> he is. So uh, this week on the Champions League, we saw Tottenham get demolished by RB Leipzig, three uh, 0 on the night yeah. with with a uh, Sabitzer, with two Sabitzer goals and a Forsberg goal in the 87th minute, just to put them down in the dust. Um, Finish one nil in the first leg. Uh, Spurs. Mourinho doesn't look the man for the job. He no. does not fit for it anymore, does he? I mean, he's bought Bergwijn in, but he's got injured. 
and I don't think he's making the right things. I mean, who plays Eric Dyer at CDM? Who plays Deli Ali at striker? Did he play much striker? A lone striker, Deli Ali. And he has Bourgeois and Lucas Moura, they can all play striker. I'm telling you, he's lost the plot. I know. He has lost the plot. Anyway, so Red, Red Bull Leipzig. The, probably like the equivalent of City, but in the German league. Yeah, mm, definitely. Um, I, I know a ton of Bundesliga teams hate them because of what they've done. So I think, so rightly, they should not like them. Uh, but what's the next game? If they're doing well. Um, after that was Valencia Atalanta. Uh, Atalanta beat Valencia 4-3, bringing it to 8-4 on aggregate with a 4-1 uh, victory in the first leg. Um, Ilicic getting four goals. Ilicic four getting goals. four goals, yeah, yeah. Two of them were penalties, admittedly. but And then Gamero and Torres getting goals. Uh, Gamero getting two there. To be honest, I'm surprised that Valencia and Atalanta have made it this far mm. because I think Atalanta it's three years ago were in the Europa League and not getting out of the group. Really? So for them to come this far so quickly, they're in the they're quarters in the, now, aren't they? They're in the last state of the Champions League. This is the first time they've got there as well. I think is it on par with when Leicester did it? I'm not sure, but no, Leicester didn't get to the quarters. I don't think. They, sure they, did. they played Atletico, but I think it might have been in the round of 16. Mm. But uh, how long, how far do you reckon Atalanta can go? Depending on who they get in the next round, I think if they get if they get Atletico, I think they have a chance. But any of the other teams, I can't see them getting any further than this. Yeah. So Leipzig, would you say that they'll be Le there? Hmm. Well, I think no. Leipzig going forward are much too strong for Atalanta. They did concede four goals against Valencia that, uh, over two games, but I think Leipzig, even though their defence is a bit lacklustre, I think. Their attack's much too strong for Atalanta, so... Before we go on to the next game, I'm not sure if you saw, but do you know Upa Meccano, who's like a big yeah, beast? Yeah, he got polished out. Yeah, he yeah. got like bodied by, what's his name, Tang... The Spurs defender is quite new. Uh, yeah, he got bodied by that, and that was pretty weird, because I've Funny. never seen him get bodied like that before. What's the next game? Oh, the phone's locked. Oh, no, it's not. Oh. Next uh, game is... Bet365. Not sponsored. Um, well, I'm pretty sure, uh, Jason, do you'll not click this. off now. Pretty sure everyone knows about this. Liverpool have been knocked out by Athletic and Madrid. Get Thank it. God. Um, 3 2, bringing it to 4 2 from, on uh, Agria. Simeone, masterclass, absolutely masterclass. Well, I mean, I, I watched the highlights, I didn't watch the game, but it looked like he parked the bus a bit. Um, I, I'm pretty sure every time it went near Atletico's box, they just belted it clear, and then three times an extra time it worked. So yeah. So, it. So what was it? It was. Urente got two goals. Did he's he only go ever in? scored three goals in his career, and two of them were <laughs> against Liverpool. Was it one all? It was before one it nil. went into extra time. Uh, it was one nil. One nil to Liverpool. Yeah, one nil. And then it went in, and then Llorente scored. But Lorente scored, then Firmino no, scored. Firmino no, Firmino scored, scored so bringing it 2-0. Oh, and then, then Llorente scored two, and then Morata scored in the last minute. Adrian had an absolute stinker. Was it the pass that went like... Um, the pass went to... Yeah, the, he went... What's his name? He just the guy who scored, Llorente. Straight yeah. to Llorente. And then, yeah, he got caught off balance for the second one. I don't... They were very similar shots, though. And I don't know yeah. how Adrian didn't... He, they were right in the corner, but... Mm, but any other goalkeeper would probably save that. 
and then the last one his positioning was all all wrong just sheer pace from Morata um, just getting past Gomez easily and then sticking it in the bottom corner so do you reckon he was right to play Gomez in that game against Atletico I think as well. he's a bit unexperienced even though he has been in a couple of Champions Leagues um, but yeah Matip's injured I think is he uh, yeah, but I'm and not going to play Lovren. Lovren's just honest. had a stinker against um, Watford, so... Well, Liverpool have had a stinker a week, to be mm-hmm. honest. Going from where they were to where they are now, I think a lot of Liverpool fans were certainly disheartened at all that. Clop out, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Going from not being, able, not being able to win the Champions League, not being able to win the treble, not being invincible for a whole season... In, and just, a, in just a week. Losing the home record, which was... Did you see their home record? That yeah, was like, massive. But uh, Atletico as well. How? What's the next game? Uh, after that was PSG Dortmund. Which was played behind closed doors. Yeah, 2-0 to PSG. Uh, that was... Yeah, uh, I didn't watch that one. Uh, it, was, it was an alright... Did you watch it? It was an alright game. Um, Neymar and Bernat. Scored. Um, <laughs> on aggregate, it was three two because Haaland. I think it was two one in the first leg, and Haaland got the two goals that we well, that you might have seen, and but he didn't show up in this game. You see the uh, PSG oh, players doing yeah, his celebration. Yeah. That was a celebration. I don't know. Neymar did it after his first goal as well. I mean that's ridiculous. They're like twenty. I know Mbappe is young, but they're all in the like twenty three upwards. Haaland's 19, and yeah, that's just I mean, proven that he's bigger than that. Yeah, he's... By them doing that. He scored two last, last game? Yeah, two in that last match. Yeah, he yeah. scored two last game, and they're just making a mockery of him. He's 19, he's just scored two goals against you. Yeah, in Why the Champions he, Yeah, he nearly knocked you out. Why are you doing that? It's no, just... It's, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure if Dortmund... Not Dortmund won, yeah. I don't think they would be doing the Mbappe celebration, no. would they? But it's it's disrespectful to say the least. It just shows how big Holland is though if Neymar's doing it. Yeah. I mean, Neymar's not got a lot to him, has he? Really. We know he's bad at diving. <laughs> uh, but But we have seen it before with um what's his name? Kazawa <laughs> against Sweden. Uh when he did that aeroplane celebration. Also and, and then Sweden went in back yeah. Sorry. Um We'll move on to Europa League next. But um Another big thing that was postponed this week was the City versus Arsenal game due to, well, the whole postponed and cancellation thing. But it does mean that Liverpool can't win it at Goodison. So, yeah. Yeah, game in hand. Uh, Wouldn't this be great? Liverpool, the first league title in 30 years. They don't even need to play. Or it's behind closed doors. And it's behind closed doors and they can't celebrate with the fans. How great would that be? Right, And they might not be able to do the parade either. I think it would be even better if Klopp gets coronavirus, <laughs> doesn't doesn't show up to the games, and, uh, and then they, and then they bottle it because they only need two games now, don't they? Yeah. Now we're going to go on to the round of sixteen. I think it is. Yeah, round of sixteen of the, the Europa League games. Oh, sorry, the Europa League. Uh, and you the didn't first game, either. we're going to go with the, the ones that you would all really know. Of the so the first one is going to be. Weather. 
LASK versus Manchester United. Really tight game, I didn't know which way this was going to go. Really? Yeah. yeah. Absolute mauling by Manchester United. I think Bruno Fernandes was a waste of money. Do you didn't even oh, score. Yeah. Didn't yeah. even score. That's what other Liverpool fans are probably saying. But yeah, uh, I watched it. It was a very good match. Not so much the atmosphere. But um, Igalo got one and he like got... He, this is what, how I see it. Igalo is a hold-up player which likes to hold up, turn around and shoot. He's good though, isn't Where's he? No, he's scored in his last three games. Igalo... Against who? Against who? LASK, Derby County. And Club Rouge. Ooh. But yeah, backup striker. Tough opposition. United are weird. They... They'll justify an £80 million purchase from two goals, but a manager loses three games in a row and he's out. I really don't get United fans' attitudes. Well, we've been... This is the thing. We've been used to winning over the years, and now we're having to adapt to go to winning games one week and losing games the next week. Yeah, but you're so picky with your managers, and then you spend ridiculous amounts of money, yeah, but there's a certain... and your and your fans are happy with that money if they score through two games. Yeah, but there's a certain culture and philosophy that you have to follow, and that's why Mourinho, Van Gaal, and Moyes all didn't make it because they didn't follow the philosophy. What's now your philosophy? Bringing in young players, developing them. Yes, but making wing play and bringing like an attacking thing, like movement to the team. But you're sp- you've offered. Over a hundred million at this point for Graylish, and he's worth forty. We're not going. Nothing's come out and said we're going for a hundred million. What I've heard is it's fifty million. But now you don't. O- need over to. the half term, there was a hundred million going for Graylish, and it, w- it went back down to eighty. But you have offered ridiculous amount of money for players that aren't worth that. And yeah, I, but I don't we've get not. That. We've not. We've not offered it just yet, have we? Phil Jagielka. So, yeah, this is all. This is all coming through Sky Sports and all sources like that. It's not actually been like full on put out there yet, has it? You need I Phil Jagielka. You, you call you call City fans the uh, the checkbook club, but yeah, but it's just think, as bad. Yeah, but if you think about it, the class of '92, they all came through our youth academy. About six or seven of them. City have never done that. All they have done is bought their way through. Think about their team at the moment. Phil Foden. They've bought all their plays. Phil Foden, he's not even starting. If, if City don't want to be a checkbook club, which they are, start playing him. Yeah, but the only way... They don't have any depth. They don't have any, like... This like an empty club. They don't have any... Fans. They don't have any fans. They don't have any history. They don't have any, like... They don't have real, they any have real like, passion. Yeah. So this is why they're a money club. They're just a front. But United like spend too much money that but, you can't but justify. But they have people that that like them spending money. And unlike City, they're just like, okay, yeah, spend the money. But if you don't win, then we're disappointed. But the, there's not many clubs like that now. I think more there's more clubs if you spend a lot of money like Villa did uh, in the summer and bring good players and then the club the the fans will get behind the players. I was more disappointed in Villa over the summer because because yeah, we the, spent a ridiculous amount of money. That you you got in wasn't up to no, the hundred million that you yeah. we bought too too many players for um we, we haven't played Somatic. some of them and then we've had to replace them because they weren't good enough. Mm-hmm. And um I haven't seen Jota on the pitch an awful lot. I know he has been playing and he has been putting in the work when he's come on the pitch but he, he's been 
a lot of an, a big no-show for me. And um, now we're saying Smith, Dean Smith might be out if we lose this weekend. But I think it's too late in the season to replace a manager unless we're like struggling. Yeah, which we are, but I'm so really disappointed. So the next game we're going to go on to is Olympiakos versus Wolves. Uh, Olympiakos got a 54th minute goal with, who's it, Arabi, and then Neto scored in the 67th minute for Wolves, and Ruben Semedo got a red card in the 29th minute. So this changed the game quite a lot with this red card, but I'm surprised Olympiakos didn't concede more with 10 men as well for that long They did score time. with 10 men, yeah, oh, which is yeah, quite impressive. Yeah. Um, I, I watched them play against Arsenal and I really wasn't impressed with them at all. They, they look like a championship club at best and for them to be getting results against Arsenal and Wolves is just a bit surprising to be honest. Do you reckon Wolves could compete? Uh, well, could beat them, sorry. And, uh, yeah, definitely. definitely yeah. At Molyneux, they'll probably turn them over. The next game we're going to go on to is Rangers versus Bayer Leverkusen. Rangers had a lot of hope going into this game. Uh, I mean, it looks like it didn't start off too well for them with Kai Havertz getting a penalty in the 37th minute and converting it. And then they did pull one back, but... Um, they were already 2-0 down. Yeah. With, uh, I can't say his name, Aragaris? He scored in the 67th minute, so they, like Alex said, they were already 2-0 down. And then they score with Edmondson, with Bailey, um, the Game young third. Jamaican... Winger getting the goal in the 88th minute. Yeah, 88th minute. And um, yeah, Leverkusen look a force to be reckoned with in this Europa League, I would say. Yeah, I don't, I don't see any coming back here from Rangers. I know they, they played very well in the last um, last games against Braga, but yeah, I can't really see them doing anything going back to Germany. What about you, Joe? Do you think Rangers could pull it back? Uh, if we look at the stats, there's a complete domination by Leverkusen. They had 64.7% possession. And, um, yeah, it was just... They had so much more passes. They just had more control of the ball throughout the whole game. And I don't think Rangers will be able to top that in their next game. That's quite impressive because many teams like Braga we've seen couldn't contr could control the ball, but the atmosphere got to them. I think Leverkusen got the balance right. Yeah, they got the ball. Keeping the ball and not focusing on the atmosphere so much, which has affected the other teams. Yeah, they got the ball and they focused on the game, and that was really impressive. Right, that's it for this roundup. See you in a bit. Have a nice day. Unless you're Jason. Yeah, yeah. unless you're Jason. Are you joining in now? Uh, I'll, I'll join in. Jason, click off. Now, or just don't don't watch it in general ever again. Is this going to be a reoccurring theme? Unsubscribe. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Unsubscribe. Um, do we do we get Jason's podcast? Or we just like burn a little in his honour. <laughs> we could get because Jason your podcast, name's Jason. We're taking out the J. Jason. And Joe's changing his name to. Benicophobia. Benicophobia. Right. So it's the we'll get that No, 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 no. <laughs> we'll get that arranged. Right, that's it for this episode. Hopefully none of you get this virus.
and have a safe weekend. That's Except about. Jason. I hope he gets it. That no, he He's doesn't. He doesn't. Doesn't. You don't do it. You don't mean that. I, I mean it, 100%. You've spoken to him, you've trained with him. Right, oh. that's a buy from me. But I'm immune. immune. You're immune, sorry. Right, okay. If you hate say Liverpool, you're immune. Right, okay, ready. Oh, okay. So we're all immune. Just say bye. Bye. <laughs> See you in the next one. <laughs>